Hey everyone out there in the CBC universe, welcome to another episode of Comic Book Characters. I found my daddy with Panther Claws in his chest. Oh no, uh, I'm from the neighborhood podcaster, Alfred. And I'm Chris Njadaku Cassidus. Oh, comic stuff. <laughs> so, if that seemed a little more disjointed than normal, it's because we've switched over, like the entire rest of the planet, we have mm. left Skype far behind in the wasteland of 2020. Oh, good for you! That we're currently still living in. Um, but we also can now see each other. Uh. Uh, with the zoom quality the here and the it horror. is well let me tell you uh you know the, you have this cool like la sunset it's like oh yeah estate back there yeah. you got some palm trees mm. you look great uh but your microphone is conflicting with like the green screen effect or whatever and it so it looks crazy because it looks yeah <laughs> Like yeah, I, even, if I put my hand in front of it, it works. The camera is just so in love with you, man. It just wants to see me. It, it's doing things. Yeah. And also with your Ooh. your spit guard, it looks like the microphone has a pro, which I'm here for. <laughs> um, Chris, how are you doing, man? Yeah, I'm not bad, Freddie. I mean, fuck, dude. It's been a couple of weeks. Um, yeah. It's been a couple. Uh, it's been a long couple of years since like um, June. It seems. What is uh, time? <laughs> yeah no it's uh i i every day i kind of wake up wishing that you could like uh cartoon physics were real so i could like knock my head knock myself over the head with a shovel and just wake up like in february of next year have like the uh, sun and the moon kind of yeah through, right yeah 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 the the gwen stacy just died oh let me mourn through the seasons kind of thing oh man talk about <laughs> a missed opportunity oh man oh god i hate that so how much. about you though uh you know it's going it's going okay actually uh i got some really good news today my mom has had a bunch of tests uh recently uh, done mm. they were concerned that she had some issues with her heart and everything came back clean so hell yeah man you know small victory in the year of 2020 <laughs> uh she still has significant back issues but um you know we'll, we'll get there you know yeah. At least we've cleared one hurdle. I mean, really, she has. She's the one doing everything. But uh, you know, much much love to my mom, of course, who's a super huge fan of the show. Um, and not just because I, you know, I would say not because I'm just because I'm on it. Maybe in spite of the fact that I'm on, it, she's still a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to blow up your spot. Uh, I was gonna give her some like executive producer credits. Uh, you know, she produced the producer of this show, so uh, that's true. Yeah. That, is, that is exactly what an, an EP does, you know. They Although do we might, thing. we might need to cut her into the profits. Uh, once the Patreon gets us, gets all that up, sweet that. CBC money that we, yeah, that we <laughs> yeah, get, uh, every year. On that, all that note, money coming in. <laughs> on that note, I do want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. Make sure to check us up on uh, Spotify or Google, whatever it's called, Google Music, Google Podcasts. Um, Google kind of changed up all their stuff, right? Yeah, actually, I got to check to see if our stream is still connected there because they're yeah they're always doing stuff. Yeah, uh, and then also some listeners were telling me that they saw they can see the most recent episodes on Spotify, but not on our Facebook page. 
Mm. So that's been an ongoing thing, and uh, you know I'm going to look into it and try to get that fixed. And of course, yeah, if you guys know, uh, you guys and girls that are out there have been listening. In the last few weeks, um, you know, my computer died, so I got a laptop, and you know, we've been, there's that weird echo issue that's been going on for you know about a month or two. Hence well, the we Zoom. Sw- we switched over to Zoom now, and I think I think it's going to take care of that issue. Um, hopefully, the sound quality still sounds pretty good. Um, but this is a kind of a trial run for us with Zoom, and we'll see how that goes. Yeah, fingers so crossed. We, we definitely uh, do appreciate y'all tuning in, though. Don't forget to subscribe. Uh, if you're listening every, every every episode, you know, just go ahead and subscribe. It'll, it'll alert you, and you can also leave a review. That will help us out a lot. Really appreciate it. Um, well, let's just go ahead and jump into everything here. I'm going to do a quick rundown of the Slack. Ooh, I still need, uh, like, a, a drop for like that. A, yeah. Um, oh, ahead. I got you. <laughs> you know we we've actually i've had a couple of listeners go when are y'all going to do another comic book kumite so we might uh, have dude. to do that soon hell yeah oh that I, I just remember that being a lot of talking on our part like <laughs> just a lot of talking it was uh, nice that bill murray made time in his schedule to show up though. that was he's not doing a lot right now but it's still much appreciated you know i i was it's funny is because i reached out to him and lorenzo music and i thought we were gonna get lorenzo music oh yeah you know the, the animated bill murray essentially but we actually i hate lasagnas <laughs> Normal. Uh, hey. I'm gonna mail you to Afghanistan. Odie, you lick me so good. Whoa! <laughs> All right. The rundown for this week's uh, episode is. Let's see. Here we go. We got. Uh, we got some unfortunate Jeff Bridges news. We'll jump into at the top of the show. We've got um, a lot of Spider-Man three news. Mm. It's it's all over the place, and we're going to try to wrangle it together for y'all. We've got some very interesting um, movement on a minority-created uh, publication within DC Comics from the 90s that you know, a lot of people are getting jazzed about. And we have a major star attached to one of those properties. Um, there's a whole, oh, this is so good. Um, you know, we're going behind the scenes here. I told you this story off air and you were like, you could not believe it. Yeah. And we're going to share it here. It has to do with the Batman and Matt Reeves and Rob Bat, Bat and Bat. And uh, it's, it's wild. We've got a first look at MODOK. Um, there's a Green Lantern live action uh, show that's going to be in production. We're going to talk about where that's going to be and where you might be able to catch that, who it might involve. And then we've got... What I'm super psyched for, um, Amazon Prime making some really good moves lately. Uh, they have season two of The Boys, uh, which we will eventually get to. Uh, mm. Do like a full rundown and a review of what we our thoughts are. But this is something that's coming next year, and it is an animated show for the Robert Kirkman property, Invincible. And we're, we'll touch on that. But, you know, Chris, like I said at the very beginning here, um, Sad news, because it's 2020, and why not? Yeah. 
the year um, that keeps on disappointing. Jeez, I mean, just it is disappointing. Yeah, it is the eighth eighth grade school dance of years. Like, oh, uh, dude. <laughs> oh no! Go uh, <laughs> oh, fuck! Kiss from roses playing. Just all for one is going uh, in the background. Oh, uh, uh, all for one. Rose. <laughs> <laughs> that one Nike shoe that I've been trying to find. I finally figured out what's called the Air Veer. I'll send. I'll, I'll, I'll fucking. I'll, I'll look for it right now. But yeah, like, that's the hot one at Garner fucking middle school. Yeah. Jesus. And you know that's Eighth the grade. thing. Is that still a thing? Do kids still beat up kids and take their shoes? Because that was a thing in the 90s. Mm. That's a real thing that happened. I know people that that happened to. Like, I would have beat up somebody for this pair of shoes right here. Oh, I remember those. Yeah. Yeah, we'll put it up <laughs> on the thread on the Facebook feed. The Air Veers. Oh, man. Bruce Smith's. Yeah. Those black and white, man. Black and white so tight. <laughs> um, this isn't going to make any sense to listeners because this is not a video it's not a video podcast but um, look them up look them up say it again put the name on it one more time Chris and yeah, that's the, that is the Bruce Smith uh, player exclusive co- uh, style or no silhouette the air veer yeah um, but yeah we've got we've got the sporting news now granted <coughs> pardon me coronavirus um <laughs> It's not, you know, luckily he's not passed away yet, but we did recently find out that Jeff Bridges has been diagnosed with lymphoma. And, um, you know, after what happened with Chadwick Boseman, it's it's just insane how these people, um, you know, especially in American culture, we uphold them so high, uh, you know, almost as if they're the gods of Greek mythology in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they are human, you know. Ultimately, they're just as human as anyone else. Um, and you know, this is the guy, of course, who played Obadiah Stain in in Iron Man. And again, you know, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that Iron Man set the standard for all of the MCU. Like that's, you know, the story about how they made that movie is crazy because they didn't even have scripts. Like. Just fucking cowboy shit, man. <laughs> they had an outline. They had an outline on day one of shooting. Like that's insane. But um, you know, he was a huge part of that. He brought yeah. a lot of a lot of weight to Great that. Great villain, just out the box, ready to play. Yeah. Just really, 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 really his whole like Tony Stark built this in two days in a cave. <laughs> like good stuff. And, um, <laughs> I think my favorite scene for that movie, him as a villain, is like, uh, that's great. But um, the one where he's like uh, with Pepper Potts and she's trying to get the USB stick to all the files to copy over, whatever, just yeah. so tense and it just so, played so right. Like so he's like, Tony always gets the good stuff and pours himself a drink and shit. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. It's, that's, it's a, yeah. Mm. Jeff's gets like that's. <laughs> Yeah, that's what you want. And uh, so our, our hearts go out to Mr. Bridges and, and his family. And, you know, but the the chapter is not closed on this, you know. Yeah, he's, he's getting treatment actively and stuff. He's getting treatment. As we've seen, if people have access to really great medicine. Ooh, already? And resources. We're getting there. Uh, as Jeff Bridges does. 
thankfully. He's earned it. Um, shouldn't be something you maybe have to earn in America. That's a whole other subject, maybe. But uh, okay. we, you know, we wish him the best, and we'll definitely keep our eye on this story. Hopefully, uh, it has a happy ending. You know, uh, a happy Hogan ending. Ah, wow. Oh man! All right, are you are you ready to get into the guts into the segment Ooh, oh, that we again? do? Well, I, we I don't know we're gonna get there that quick. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what time it is. It's Spider Man time. Oh my god! Hey, 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 everyone! Hey, everyone! Not, hey. We're not even doing the review. It's not, we're not even doing the review. We're gonna do it when it comes out. Um, our first seven part, seven part episode. Man, we're gonna just—I'm gonna break it up into like a every every episode for the year. <laughs> so there's gonna be a different segment. A different, I'm gonna introduce a new <laughs> segment specifically to that film. It's serial. You have to listen to it in order. Previously, it is gonna be like serial. I'm gonna get. <laughs> I'm gonna get. Wow, well, well, I can't remember what her name is. Damn it! What is the girl's uh, name in serial? It's a uh, Maggie. It's uh, Gyllenhaal, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Maggie Gyllenhaal, yeah. Um, man, you know, I, was, I'm just no, no, it was Brandy. She's a fine. <laughs> what a good wife she would be. What a good wife. You know who would have been a good wife? Maggie Gyllenhaal would have been a good wife as Rachel in Nolan's Batman. Uh huh. If we would have gotten Jake Gyllenhaal as Batman. There we go. There we go. That's my boy. We got there. But, uh, wow, Spider-Man 3. There's so much going on with this film. Um, so, first of all, like, where's our residual, man? Because... Feige! <laughs> Feigs! My guy! We need, we need, a, we need a, like a writer's credit or story by. Story by? I'll be by. fine with story by. Story by is okay. Let's, let's get some points on the back end. I just want merchandising. Yes, please. Yes, and thank you. Um, please and thank you. Uh, so we we talked about after Spider-Man: Far From Home. We did, you know, what if? Where where do we see the franchise going? Mm. And we talked about Spider-Verse, right? And we talked about what if they just what if they did that, but live action. Yeah. Is that not the move to make? Do you want a billion dollars? Because that's how you get a billion dollars. Hell, that's how you probably get two billion dollars. Whoa. Yeah, no. I mean, they could think because you got to consider it'd be like a um, post corona bump, knock on wood. Uh, <laughs> you know, everybody's in the theater again. They'll probably keep it in the theaters for a year. Um, domestic, probably a Billy. Worldwide, probably another Billy. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you're pulling in the nostalgia view from yeah. from the kids from the early 2000s. <laughs> they say a hero will save us. Oh, I'm not gonna stand here and wait. I love yeah. Godsmack so much. And then, and then I'm vindicated. I am wrong. You are right and knew it all along. And you know whatever the 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 Spider-Man three main song was, I don't. I think it was a stroke song, but I don't know. 
Oh cool yeah, thing. yeah, the one. It was weird uh, because it got control? used. It, 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 this thing, it got used for like um another an animated series. Uh, it went like um, it's really weird. It was like chala head chala na 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 Spider Man. It was yeah. really weird. Yeah, I also thought it was strange that they made the music video for Spider Man Three, but it's mostly Spider Man just flying around in a cloud. Like that was a real weird choice. Spike Jones, what are you doing? <laughs> so <laughs> it's a sabotage, is what it is. But uh, <laughs> oh, hey man, that new Beastie Boys album's dropping. Did you see that music? Yeah, Beastie Boys music. I'm gonna get that on vinyl. Yeah, Christ. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. Anyway, so so you can grab a Toby Maguire. You can grab an Andrew Garfield with consent. Who have? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Um, and and you're literally building on real history there, like real tangible history of a character and there's no other way to replicate that than with time you know the fact that spider-man came out in 2002 and in theory this film is going to come out in like what 2022 or whatever it's lucky. Like 20 yeah. years like that's but that yeah. 20 years is real time that that when you bring a character back you're like whoa like you can't manufacture that and and so anyway for those of you who don't know i feel like i totally jumped here but <laughs> the rumor is that andrew garfield and toby mcguire toby mcguire are gonna be in spider-man 3 now this all comes off the heels of i think it was a um, hollywood reporter so first of all a very reputable uh mag for, for this kind of stuff now granted sony has come out and denied this like the toby mcguire andrew garfield thing but of course they would. Yeah. You you don't if you don't have to show your hand, you don't show your hand. I, I wonder how they denied it. it. I wonder how they denied it too. Like, I don't know, coquettish look at the camera. Right. And they also like turn and smack their butt. Like it's like, whoa, okay. <laughs> all right, Sony. You're really you're really riding that PS five high, huh? Listen, it's uh, been a long quarantine. It's that's true. Everything's on the table. It's fine. It's <laughs> Everything's allowed. You just got to ask first or ask for it. Um, so, but Jamie Foxx, the rumor, the first rumor was that Jamie Foxx was coming into Spider-Man 3. And so everyone was like, what? What? Why? 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 Yes, he's a good actor, but why? Everyone knows the, the blight that is, don't you know, I'm Electro. Uh, like the fucking, uh, the shitty ass, the shittier version of the Riddler from Batman Forever, <laughs> played by Jamie Foxx as a blue guy. Like, it was so much wrong with how they portrayed Max. Oscar Dillon. winner Jamie Foxx. Come on. Yeah. Oscar, well, yeah. No, that's, but that, that makes it worse. That makes it worse. <laughs> and, and so he's coming back and you're like, what? Why? And so I know initially I thought, okay, well, maybe, you know, maybe he's going to be Electro. But it's mm. just gonna be a totally different electro. Like, like they're not even gonna acknowledge the amazing Spider-Man. You know, it's just they're giving him this great actor another chance because he asked for it. Right. Yeah. No. That's that's what you can do with Spider-Verse type of stuff, right? It's like uh, the, the how we saw Green Goblin in the animated Spider-Verse is like completely fucking different from what we've known Green Goblin as before, right? Sure. He's not this giant hulking monster most of the time. <laughs> so, so yeah. So. 
you know, so I thought, I first I thought maybe they're just doing a, a new Electro and that's it. Like it wasn't Spider-Verse related mm. at all. But then <laughs> Jamie Foxx himself made like a tweet or an Instagram post and he tagged it swipe left. And when you swiped the picture to see the next picture, it was a Photoshop thing with a giant Electro in the background. Goddamn. And and Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, and Andrew Garfield all standing with the backs to the audience facing Electro. Oh. So, <laughs> look, when you have Jamie Foxx coming out and, and, and really putting his name on it, you know, and some of those tweets, I think he deleted or his Instagram post, or they got deleted. <laughs> like somebody from some PR was like, this, stop it. <laughs> like, it took a... <laughs> Locked him out of his own account probably pretty quickly. But um, so then then everyone really got excited, right? And then that's yeah. when the other rumors really started to take hold, like this whole this whole thing with Andrew Garfield and Toby McGuire. They're doing a live action Spider-Verse. And, you know, I've heard – it's funny because, you know, people are people and no one can ever be happy. I've heard people talk that, like, you're not giving this enough time to build up to it. Like that this deserves a Thanos type situation where it's a thing that you just slowly build for years and years and years. Here's uh-huh. the thing. Okay. Normally I might, I might, might side on, on that team, but we're in 2020. Everything's fucking falling apart. Nothing's guaranteed. We don't, we don't know if tomorrow is going to happen. You know what? If you can make the Spider-Man 3 movie and it's a Spider-Verse film, it's a live-action Spider-Verse, it maybe <coughs> maybe you get Emma Stone. Oh, oh Christ, maybe you here get it comes. Emma Stone. All right, here we go. Maybe you get... Just buckle in, true believers. Maybe you get some Gwen. She's yep. back. She's not dead. She's only in her fucking head on the, on the ground. She's not even peaked yet. Worst moment of my life. Um, maybe you get Gwen back as Ghost Spider. Live-action Emma Stone is Ghost Spider. You can Oh, my voice is going so high. I can't even hear it. All right. Get do it. Yeah, don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. Get do it. Because, you know, at this point, don't leave the money on the table. If films are going to come back in theaters, we don't know how long that 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 business model is going to exist anymore. <laughs> yeah. Just do it. Do whatever you can. Don't hold back. Go full board. Just go for it. Yeah, Just I kind of don't get that. I, I kind of don't get that take. Like, we need a slow burn. We need uh, – Thanos worked because of the way that MCU was being created. It was, it was like little bits here and there uh, becoming a bigger story almost organically, right? Well, no, no I can't really say almost organically. It was Feige uh, kind of helming it. But, you know, it was, it was the character. It was, a, it was the action figure but, that you get pieces of. But he positioned everything to make it feel organic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. It, it, it had a nice sequence to it. Spider-Verse, the animated one, came out just like it was. And it had <laughs> how many Spider-Man in it? It, it? A grip. It had a grip of them. And it worked like it, so fucking well. Still like one of the top tier of all time comic movies. Sure. Um, it could Arguably the best work. Spider-Man film of all time. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This could <laughs> definitely work live action. <laughs> you don't need any sort of buildup. Not only that, to those naysayers, and there's not a lot of them, honestly, there's not. But to those people out there that, that do want that, how slow a burn do you want? You got 20 years. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's been 20 years, almost 20 years since Spider-Man. Oh, dude, how do you wrap in that meta, com- uh, that meta narrative of like, we've been watching this story so many times. Right. Uh, you, could, you could do a lot of stuff with the, what's the paper? The Daily Bugle? Daily Bugle. You could throw Bruce Campbell in there somehow. Ah, they got to have Bruce back. Yeah. Hell yeah. And like, like the, the paunchy kind of like Hawaiian shirt wearing from Burn Notice, Bruce. That's exactly what I want coming back. Um, so yeah, we're obviously, I mean, obviously I'm super psyched, but I know Chris, you're also very psyched for this. Yeah. Um, and I think that is where they're going. I don't, I think even though they're playing coy with it, that they're, you know, that that's not official. It's not a done deal. I think that's where it is and that's where it should be. And I, I honestly trust Marvel and Sony to work together to, to really do this and really blow it open. Like it's not, there's not even play to play coy with this man. I mean, leave them fish alone, either give them the little breadcrumbs or don't, uh, they're just minding the business. Those are some dirty fish. Man. <laughs> just like, oh, oh no. Hold on. Holy shit. <laughs> Is it free smoke hour for fish? Come at me, fish. What are you going to do? Get out of the water. You come at me? Oh. Get out of the water? Right. You just made the you list. Want? Yeah, they're not going to get out. Yeah, they're not getting out of the water. They're not. I can go in their water. They can't get out of it. They can't come on wow. my land. Wow. You do know that they, they, they piss and stuff in there. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. I mean, I'm not drinking that water. Are you? Dr- dirty fish, man. That's are I you? At the beginning. I mean, if you're getting Fred's fish fried, maybe I don't know. You know I don't know what's happening there. But, that's why um, I only I only barbecue plates. That's what I do. I pay five dollars to the deal. I get a barbecue plate. I don't know, man. Just that potato salad looks real yellow. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, so the other thing, this is confirmed as well, is that Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange is going to be in Spider-Man. Yeah, man. So at bare like. That's the breadcrumb. It's right there. Like we're already talking about the um, the Doctor Strange movie, which is going to be called the Multitude. What is it, the Multiverse of Madness or something Got there. like that? Yep. So, so when you say Doctor Strange, what is happening? Multiverse, multiverse. What's and happening, my guy, is that Figs is blatantly just putting it out there. He's listened to our lead up to Infinity War and Endgame, and yeah. like. The take was that, like, Doctor Strange, he, he sees that we're getting our ass whooped. See, he saw how good, you know, uh, fucking uh, Brit Kid did as Spider-Man and said, Tom Holland, our good friend Tom. Um, and, and he said, I saw what one could do. What about six? What about, and he just opens up portals and, like, out comes Spider-Man. Yep. I mean, and that's the guy who's going to be in the Spider-Man movie. You can, like, there it is, guys. There's, it's right there. It's right in front of you. Great, and I'm not mad at it. You could, they can pretend and tease all they want. I know what the deal. I know what the score is. I'm, 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 I feel a little way, a little bit of a way. I'm psyched, man. All I need is for uh, theaters to function normally. I mean, honestly, not even really. Like, I'll just rent the whole damn thing out or whatever if I have oh, to. Like. <laughs> but I just need them to exist. I guess. That's- that sound, true believers. Of a wallet, Freddie's wallet. Yeah. <laughs> Slowly dying. I mean, I've got like two years to save up. It's fine. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> yeah. But yeah, we're super psyched. And this is obviously um, an ongoing story that we will continue to feature as we get more news. But yeah, right. y'all, y'all can see the crumbs, the bridge, whatever you want to call it. Doctor Strange in Spider-Man 3, like that's confirmed. It's, it's going to be Spider-Man still. It's just really at this point, it's like, who are they going to grab from Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man? They, there's so many minor characters you can grab. And, you know, you could grab other villains, maybe. You could do a Sinister Six thing. You could do a Sinister Six thing where you have multiple villains from different universes coming together, and that's what causes them to need all the different Spider-People. What do you, what, TM, TM, what the fuck are you doing? Hold on, time out. TM, TM. Uh, <laughs> cut the check. Like, give us one pass on the script. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> we can add value to it. Access to the Google Doc. Yeah, just let me do some edits. I'm going to put some notes. Just let me throw some notes in. We got it. I know we could do this. Um, all right. Other cool stuff to be excited about. So the Milestone imprint uh, was a thing in DC Comics in the early 90s. You talking about tech? Sure, man. Yeah, DC. Oh, is it, is it tech, tech Talk? Comics, DC Comics. Tech Talk. Yeah, Tech Talk. Yeah. Tech I need talk. a drop for Tech Talk, dude. Is, I think Tech Talk is pretty strong. I think it's going to be around a while. Like, that's our next tech, shirt. If Tech Talk is a real thing, the drop should just need to be going, oh. <laughs> like just be, oh, like uh, hey, fuck you, man. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it feels like to me. Uh -huh. um, no, but uh, milestone. Uh, they did a bunch of series uh, that centered around African Americans and black culture, and it was really cool. It was a really progressive step at that time it sort of came out around the time of like Spike Lee's do the right thing kind of in that era um, a lot of hip-hop culture stuff you had Icon you had Stack Shock now, Stack Shock is really interesting because that character gained so much popularity that they actually adapted it into a cartoon series yes, sir. it was also wildly popular and um, you know a lot of those kids are now adults with children of their own and, you know, I like to actually think that maybe in this scenario, because none other than Michael B. Jordan, Killmonger himself, is Sister King. Um, <laughs> you ain't the son of a king, you're the son of a murderer. Oh, man. Where, where were the, what was in the chest, though? What was in his chest? I found my dad with panther claws in his chest. Ah, oh, man, you don't want that. Is that a thing you want? No. <laughs> Time out. <laughs> I was playing Overwatch earlier this week or last yeah. week. And yeah. like out of nowhere, after the game was over, one of my teammates goes, I found my dad with Panther Claws in his chest. And so I, I was just laughing my ass off and I had to mm. respond like uh I'm a I'ma take you both, Uncle James. And uh fucking I can quote come on for days. That's good, man. I, I uh you know, so when Tyler Buzzman passed away, I watched Black Panther, but I've also watched it another time since then. So good. It's so good. And, um, and Michael B. Jordan is just gold in that film. He, he's, I, like, I don't say this lightly, should have at least been nominated. Oh, 100%. For an Academy Award. Yeah. 
if not outright win it, he should, he should have been nominated. So, so good. Um, but, uh, yeah, Michael B. Jordan is set to produce a Static Shock movie for DC Comics. Now, immediately it seems like a lot of the reaction is positive, so that's, that's good to hear for once. The, the comic fandom isn't being toxic and dumb. Um, but, um, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, Michael B. Jordan, he's like a great actor. That's awesome. Is it going to be Static Shock? Static Shock's like a kid. He's a kid. <laughs> typically. So... So prob probably not, but there is another character within that imprint um, named Icon, who's essentially almost like not a Superman character necessarily, but he's like that level. You like know? a Hancock? Sure, sure. But he, I mean, he's just like the, the central figure. Um, you Maybe Michael B. Jordan can take on that role as Icon. Um, but I think that's really cool. Uh, you know the other the other thing is we now get into a situation where they're going to cast for this movie and you're not going to have that built in like backlash like oh you can't make Johnny Storm black or whatever oh, which is a right. dumb thing that i hate <laughs> but at least in this instance it's like it's built in like these characters are who they are and and so that'll give some opportunities to some minority uh, actors out there to to get in get their get their foot in the door. Like Scarlett Johansson. Was that? Like Scarlett Johansson. Like Scarlett Johansson. Yes. Was she the one? Was it her? Emma, who was the one that was supposed to play like a Emma Stone too? Emma Stone in yeah. Honolulu or whatever or Aloha, Aloha. Uh, it yeah, they did say Aloha twice in the title. It was uh, Cameron presents Aloha, Aloha. Uh, yeah, that was Cameron Crow. Cameron Crow presents Cameron a little Yeah, that's man. What I don't know, man. Hollywood is wild sometimes, y'all. <laughs> like y'all. Uh, sometimes I, you know, sometimes I really wish I'd really tried to go down that path to, to like be there and because the stories alone. But do you, like you might die. You might not live through it. Is the problem? <laughs> yeah. But this, Hollywood is wild, y'all. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I've been super excited for Stack Shock movie. Um, the comics are skyrocketing in value. Oh God, uh, yeah, of course. I can imagine. You can imagine. It's crazy because those books, like those books, have been like they were starting to gain momentum, um, just because you know nostalgia or whatever. Um, but there was a good period, like in the early two thousands, where those were dollar books, and now issue ones are going, you know, twenty, <laughs> thirty, forty, fifty bucks, easy, and. Um, yeah. But that's cool, man. Whatever gets people reading, you know, they want to learn about the. So this is like a different version of the Evans list, right? Because he's already on the Evans list for being Human Torch and then Killmonger. Uh, but now he's like in the director's corner too, or maybe executive producer's uh, patio. I don't know. We're running out of places for in our house. Yeah. No, it's a good, it's a good. Um, yeah. I don't know where he goes. He's in the, he's in like the, the alcove. Producers would have an alcove. Uh, I don't, I don't know, but yeah, he's Rado, I mean, Michael B. Jordan. Also, just side note, has nothing to do with nothing. Yeah, but oh. did you see that Michael B. Jordan did a collab with Coach, the like designer handbag and apparel? Yeah, thing. 
Did he? Naruto, Michael B. Jordan collab for Coach. That's the real thing. A bunch of shit's already sold out. <laughs> it just had. It just came out like two days ago. That's cool. Like I didn't know he's like a huge nerd too. That's awesome. That's almost not fair, you know. Like, honestly. <laughs> like, like you know, just settle down a little, MBJ. It just rein it in a little bit, right? I mean, I can see he's got a chip in his shoulder. He's kind of old. You know, it's not uh, it's not every day that you know you come back home, defy, defy my dad with Panther claws in his chest. Is that what you, is that what you want? I mean, no. Okay. Uh, Just fuel for the fire, was, though. Yeah. That's got that's <laughs> gotta be a tough way to go, man. And to like, think I thought you were just another crazy American. Yeah. Uh man, good old claw. Uh, I'm actually going to have a, <laughs> this is, not that, that, that my store sponsors the show, although I guess it should or could, but, uh, kind of like that, that synergy. Yeah. In the next collector scope live auction, I'm legitimately going to have a claw action figure to sell. Like that's, <sighs> it's going to be there. Uh, I'm going to try to, it's going to come with of, a link to a SoundCloud. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to throw in the mixtape. <laughs> do you think that was scripted or do you think that was ad lib? I want to uh, like the just uh, Martin Freeman's reaction. Please don't make me listen to your music. But uh, that felt so like I hope it wasn't scripted. I really I hope it wasn't. I don't know how it could have been. That's the <laughs> thing because it's so weird. <laughs> it it's just so I, weird. It, it felt like on Circus's part, like a yes and that went really right. Right. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, let's talk about things that are not going so right. I am so excited to bring this story to you all. So we know that the Batman has been pushed back to 2022 now. Oof. My favorite meme is the uh, one that shows the, the question mark, the zero, the question mark, and the one uh. from the from the end of the Batman trailer. And then it's the image of the, why would you show me this if I can't have it? <laughs> <clears throat> uh, this one was that Kevin Garnett? Yes, yeah, Kevin Garnett from Uncut. It's from Uncut, man. You know, this is how I win. This is me. Oh, he got the ball. He got the. You got the jump ball. We could be fucked if he didn't get that. <laughs> what a stressful way to watch a basketball game. My God. Um. So, yeah, Robert, uh, Rob Bat, Bat and Bat, otherwise known as Robert Pattinson, is, is obviously he's playing Bruce Wayne, he's playing Batman. Matt Reeves, right, of, of Planet of the Apes fame. Also playing Batman. Also playing Batman, uh, is directing the film. Well, you know, we talked about this before, but apparently Robert got coronavirus. Everyone got real scared. They shut down production for like four to six weeks. Uh, he was fine. They cleared it. They, they resumed production. So the rumor, okay, allegedly. <laughs> ain't got time to get sued in 2020, y'all. Do not. <laughs> have time for it. 
allegedly. But guys and gals, like, you know if you know. The real story is that Matt Reeves is fucking pissed that Robert Pattinson will not train and will not exercise and get a little bulked up for the role. And if you remember, prior to shooting, Robert Pattinson actually said in an interview that he wasn't going to go on some diet and bulk up or anything. He wasn't going to do any of that. He said that not all uh, people needed to be muscle-bound behemoths. Oh. Well, <laughs> he, also said, he also said, not all heroes wear capes. And somebody said, like, well, actually. <laughs> Thank you, but yours, you do. You're you, supposed to. You should. I mean, but here's the thing. So Matt Reeves is trying to shoot his film, right? And he's working with his stunt crew. We've already seen how that goes sometimes. <laughs> the guy on the bike. We've, we've seen that. You're going to blame me for gravity? Gravity took him down, not me, baby. Oh, man. But apparently what's happening is they're doing the shoots, they're doing the stunts, and, and Reeves is getting the dailies, and he's looking at it, and he's going, God damn it. Robert Pattinson is so small in comparison to these <laughs> stunt guys that he's jarring and he's fucking with the continuity of my film. So, studio floats a story to the mags, to the trade pubs, which, you know, they're all in cahoots most of the time, that Robert Panson has coronavirus. They front for it. They spread the story. This was really intended to give Robert Pattinson a mandated workout regimen time frame oh, to, like, do something <laughs> to make it so that continuity-wise, it's going to look okay. Here's the thing. He comes back six weeks after this thing. Looks exactly the same. Probably smoking a cigarette and have his open can of beer. Probably. Probably eating like a Slim Jim or some shit. Just, wow. <laughs> a true savage. Yeah. Just going all the way. And Matt Reeves is just PO'd at this point and just like wants to be done with the film. Granted, they have a three-picture deal. So. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, but he just wants to get this done with, get it edited. You know, he's like not even that concerned about when it comes out. He's apparently having a terrible time. Now, here's the thing. We can, we can talk about this a little bit. Because Matt Reeves is a very capable director. Okay, Whether you like his films or not, and I tend to like them, He's shown that he's very competent. Like he's, he's a, in terms of like making a film, he can do that. And with modern technology being what it is, I honestly don't really see how this continuity between Robert Pattinson and the stuntman being that. But like, there should be ways to shoot around it. Yeah. Uh, to use like enhanced computer graphics if you need to. Um, but that being said, I wonder if for Matt Reeves it becomes the principle of the thing, and him just oh. being pissed that like this guy who's supposed to be the star of your picture is just not cooperating, <laughs> collaborating with you. Like, yeah, kind of I, taking that as like a nephew. Where do you fall on this, man? I actually, I fall with, I fall in line with Rob Bat, Bat and Bat, Bat and Bat. 
Um, he, like, his angle should have been like, you know, Batman's a detective. You don't have to be, like, if you look at actual detectives, they're, you know, the guys who've been on the force a while, they don't have the, they're not cut anymore. They're just kind of like, they're Morgan Freeman in seven. Yeah. They're, they're guys, they're nerds. They pour over books. They kind of like uh, research up on the, 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 sus, the suspect. Right. They can so, read a person's face. They like yeah. that skill, you yeah. know. He's a thinker. He doesn't got to fight all the time. He dons the suit when he has no other recourse, right? When he, when he knows yeah. he has to go and, and like uh, fucking execute, like uh, when he either bring him in by, by hook or by crook or, when he just wants to fucking beat up some dude with a clown makeup on <laughs> because because he's not down with the ICP crowd. Uh, so <laughs> he, no hatchets here. Uh, <laughs> I do not want to go to the Black Carnival. Um, or the Dark Carnival, whatever the fuck it's called. Fago. I don't he, know, but I'm, like I'm, I'm, I'm too busy with the Black Parade. So. <laughs> dude, how mad are they? <laughs> I, hope they're at, I hope they're at odds. Oh, that's like a blood war. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we need to look into that that's a different podcast but we definitely need to look into that um, anyway yeah no i mean he, he, that should be something in the story because it seems like this is going to be um more seven right more seven than batman that's forever what the trailer looked like yeah i think christian bale sort of got there almost like he didn't spend too much time as bruce wayne all you know all that much he had a, a great couple of lines at least in uh uh, the Dark Knight, where he's like driving the Ferrari or Lamborghini, whatever it is, and like you know takes the hit that would have killed the lawyer that was going to out him on the air, and then you know that that mode of Bruce Wayne, like oh should I go to the hospital? I'm like why? What's what's going on? That whole thing, like that was great, and we we use a lot more of that. Batman should be like Jaws. He should be the shark in Jaws. You should be fucking scared of him because he only shows up you know once or twice, like in the first Batman Begins movie. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Uh, here's the other thing, um, you know, and everyone talked after that trailer came out, just how savage Robert Pattinson looked beating up that dude, that one poor thug oh, yeah. who's just getting crunched. Like, <laughs> Jesus, take the wallet. Like, whoa, man. You got you to gotta win this fight and end other fights for happening in the future. You got to end his game. In. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um and every, you know, everyone seemed to respond well to that. So you know, I you know, I don't know. And you know, as with most things, Hollywood, the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Do they really need to concoct a whole like claiming somebody has a coronavirus is actually like very dangerous, right? Yeah, and not only that, it's very like unsympathetic. Like, it's in poor taste. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I'm gonna I don't think I'm saying anything controversial here. I feel like that's really in poor taste. If that is the case. Um, but yeah, you know, reputation is so much, right, in Hollywood. And, 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 and having a smooth sailing ship when you're doing a production of a film is so important. Yeah. You don't want a Josh Trank, Fantastic Four Stick situation on your hands. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, or like, or even look at the, like, the more recent Star Wars films, right? Like that whole yeah. thing. Yeah. So, you know, when you're talking about literal hundreds of millions slash billions of dollars on the line, like, yeah, they're going to make, like, I can totally see them doing it. Right. And maybe you can't poke up. Pattinson's a pretty lithe dude, right? I mean, it takes a lot to get on a regiment of, like, a protein. I mean, he can shimmer, though. He can, he can shimmer. <laughs> he just might not swole up, you know? Yeah, that's the thing. You, you, you can't do the whole Chris Hemsworth thing. You can't put on, like, the 25 pounds, whatever, of muscle. It, I mean... 
unless you go down the anabolic route that some people do, maybe, quote unquote, allegedly, um, at the very least, you know, some sort of PEDs. But uh, that, that the, the hell that it puts your body through, like looking from um, machinist Christian Bale to <laughs> Batman Begins Christian Bale, like the, yeah, it changes. Yeah, and, and, and you know, going through all of that, how did that make Christian Bale feel? Like, how do you, how do you think he, how does he, do you have a, do you have like a, you know, maybe a soundbite that we can illustrate? I mean, it, it's got to make you cranky, right? I, you, I mean, if the lights are wrong and some guy kind of just walks through the background, it's kind of like a, oh, good for you. That kind of stuff happens. I mean, if you're, if you're like wrecking your body, though, it kind of, you know, <laughs> I can kind of see what. But yeah, I, it's really, it's just crazy to me that, um, I don't know, like, just just make the movie, guys. It looks good. Just, just <laughs> make the fucking movie, please. We we want good DC films. It looks like you're on the right track. Just figure it out. Just keep both of y'all, just keep doing what you're doing. And that's it. That's all I want. I don't, I don't know what else to say about it. It's wild. Stop um, it. Yeah. Some help. Get some help. Otherwise, you might, I don't know, you might find your daddy with some panther claws in his chest. <laughs> and as we've determined from earlier, that's not something you want. <laughs> All right. From, from Batman to Mo Docs. <laughs> That's my transition. That's what I got. We got our first look at MODOK, the animated series coming to Hulu. And it stars Patton Oswalt. And it stars Melissa Primo. McBride. Oh, okay. I'm sure I mispronounced her last name, but she's Amy Santiago from Brooklyn 99. It's got Ben Schwartz, Sonic the Hedgehog himself. <laughs> Um. Yeah, so we got a nice little like three minute clip. It's a it's an, a clay animated show, uh, done from the animators that brought to you Robot Chicken. And whoa, man, what are you, what are you doing over there? Huh, man? Don't 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 pay attention to the man behind the curtain. Just yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> Uh, we got a little like three minute teaser clip of Modoc. It looks hilarious. I, I'll just say right off the bat, uh, it's not going to be for everyone. It's very much not going to be for everyone. Yeah. But my favorite choice that they have made in this show is that Modoc looks like Modoc. If you don't know what Modoc looks like, look, look up, stop the podcast right now. Use your phone, Google search, Google image, Modoc. Okay, so Modoc is Modoc. Modoc is married. Modoc has a wife. Wife is human. <laughs> wife is wife. Wife is normal wife. <laughs> Modoc has two children. Okay, a son who is again a human son. He's just a son. He's a normal son. He's a regular human son. It's ben Schwartz is the son. And then he has a daughter. But the daughter is not a normal daughter. Daughter is Modoc daughter. <laughs> and what I mean hey, by that is... So, so wife, wife, son, son, Modoc, Modoc, Modoc daughter? Modoc daughter. 
Right. Wife, wife, son, son, Modoc, Modoc, <laughs> which all makes sense. Modoc daughter, though. <laughs> that that I'm gonna watch the whole series. I was gonna probably watch it anyway. This has got me in for the whole series. And she had like a human boyfriend, or like very past tense now. It seems like she did. From the skeletal information that we could <laughs> ascertain from the clip, I would say yes. But that 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 opens a whole another bag of questions. Like, Ooh, how that can work. How them legs work. Um, yeah. So that's that's the choice that sold me on the show. What what really stood out for you, uh, either good or bad? It, it was um, just I haven't watched Robot Chicken for a while, but seeing like the fucking this dedication to this craft, this art form of stop motion animation, these Takes guys so are fucking long. nuts. Yeah, Takes so long to do this. It's like the yeah. hardest way to film anything. Frame by frame, good god! I mean, even if you're you know filming not at twenty four frames a second, even if you're you know, it's still a lot of effort. Yeah, even if you're CGIing the mouths or whatever, like right, right, you got to make it easier on yourself somehow, right? It, it's but it's so kind of like a, I guess nostalgic a little bit, but also there's a real appreciation seeing it. It's because it, it's pretty easy to do CGI nowadays. Uh, there's a couple of like anime kind of uh, adaptations of things on Netflix that are just all CGI, and it makes me miss like hand drawn animation stuff. Even with the digital paints, that's fine. You know, make it easier on yourself where you can. But this, this is such a, this has been like, I'm assuming Seth Green's doing the production uh, production again on this, like executive? I, I don't know that I saw his name tied to it, but it is like, the it's the same animation studio. So it yeah, well, at the very least, it's the same, yeah, animators for Robot Chicken. So I, I just fucking love the commitment to it. Yeah, it's, they're taking a big swing. I, I have trouble seeing a future where this show finds its audience. <laughs> but if it's an undergrad situation or like a clone high situation where we just get this uh, one amazing season, fine. That's okay. That's just, I'm fine with that. Just give clone. me that. It looks like it's Yeah, great. BoJack Horseman took off, and that's pretty neat. That's true. That's pretty weird. That's true. That's true. Damn, BoJack Horseman's so good. BoJack, BoJack, the entirety of BoJack Horseman should have come out this year. Like all of it, it would have fit so perfectly with the a little the bit of levity and theme of this year. Well, no, but yes, in the, the it is there is some levity, but in the like it's in a dark, cumbersome way. Like, uh, yeah, like you know what I mean? Yeah, um, uh, I've I've been thinking about this a lot. Like, uh, millennials kind of have crafted it for themselves, not really in the past couple of years on the internet, at least with like that. Oh, uh, I woke up again today, goddamn, uh, or like uh, my phone died the other day, and I was so jealous of it. Uh, we've kind of crafted ourselves like a not a joie de joie de vie, but a joie de mort. Like uh, a little bit, it'll be, it'll be fine. It would be fine. Yeah, and this nobody, year, this no, year no, solidified no, it. Nobody's lamenting anything. <laughs> uh, uh, and on top of that, um, oh, I lost my train of thought. You were talking about. I don't know. I lost it. I lost it. It's fine. Oh no. That's. <laughs> It took off on the road. That's what happened. The train. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no! It's the mall. Get your head off the tracks, mall. Why? Why does Christopher Nolan keep killing wives? Man, he kills a lot of wives in this film. 
films. I, just, I noticed that the other day. I was like, what? What do you? It's it's almost like a like a Spielbergian thing. Like it's like you're doing the same thing a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. maybe go to go go get some therapy, man. But I don't, maybe not because these movies are really good. Well, the wife survived. Oh, I guess it might be. It's a tenant of mine not to spoil movies that nobody's seen. Yeah, we do I live mean, in the Twilight world. What you can say though is that she does go through a lot in that. <laughs> yeah <laughs> the most probably probably the most um someone who didn't do the most in their oh, first outing jesus christ was green lantern oh yeah <laughs> now ryan reynolds tried i think you know i think here's the thing here's what i think the story of green lantern i think ryan reynolds initially had a lot of enthusiasm for the role and for the part for the, the whole process. Really eager. He was on board. And then he got the script. And then they started to actually film it. And then I feel like no more than one fifth the way through, he's like, you know what? This is going to fucking suck. This is going to be terrible. So I'm just going to whatever this. Like, And I, I really feel like that was probably his attitude with the film. Um, we are going is are we might get a redemption arc here is what i'm saying in the form of a green lantern live action show for hbo max so they're just stacking shit up over there they're like you want south park special you got it you want snyder cut movie that's nine million hours long you got it you don't want that too bad you got it You want Green Lantern without Hal Jordan or Jon Stewart? Yes. Wow. Which, to me, that says a lot. So there's going to be a Green Lantern live-action show, and the press release uh, stated that it would feature Guy Gardner, Alan Scott, Sinestro, and more. Uh, I think Kilowog was mentioned. You know, two very... Kilowog. That's a Pokemon. Kilowog. Poliwhirl. There we go. Polywag. <laughs> Poly- I don't know, man. I don't know my Pokemon. My favorite thing with Pokemon is the, um, you know, who's that Pokemon? And you think it's, it's Pikachu. Like, and you, and it's you think it's Fuck. Yeah, that that one's funny too. But yeah. no, I was thinking, the one where it's like supposed to be like they think it's d- d- not dig dig it or dig dug. Not dig dug. Dig dug is a video game. What's the yeah. dig it? There's there's diglet. And then there's like there's, that's just the one. And then there's uh, Dig Trio, which is a three. Okay, Dig the first one, Diglett. Diglett. And they're like Diglett, and then it's Uncle Ben's tombstone. Oh, Spider-Man just crying. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's my favorite Pokemon-related thing. Other than the old the grandma trying to name the Pokemon, that's probably my favorite Pokemon thing. Um. <laughs> But Kilowog, Sinestro, Alan Scott, Guy Gardner, absent, notable by their absence, is of course Hal Jordan and John yeah. Stewart, probably the Fuck. two most famous Green Lanterns of all time. Which, uh, which leads me to believe that they're gonna they're saving them for a cinematic situation. Okay. Um, I don't know how this show is gonna tie into the whatever the DC universe is or isn't gonna be. Um, who who really knows anymore? But um. 
that's fine. You know why? Because I love Guy Gardner. I really liked him growing up. Uh, I read his comics a lot, and um, he actually got his own title uh, when I was in my early, early, maybe around 13. They gave him his own book, Guy Gardner, the comic book. And he actually had a yellow ring uh, that was Sinestra's ring. Powered by piss. Powered by, yeah, powered by piss. He got drunk a lot, and so he had a lot of power uh, to his ring. Uh, but I liked that comic series, and um, you know, I there. So Jeff Johns is, is a celebrated writer in the DC comics. He executive produced a lot of stuff um, in the more recent DC films that people are not too happy about, thinking maybe some of his input wasn't that great. But in terms of a writer, he's written what is considered to be the greatest arcs in Green Lantern history, and they're really, really good. Blackest Night, which is my favorite DC storyline of all time, is a Jeff Johns kind of Green Lantern thing. Really? Out of all of tech? <laughs> you, know, you can see the joy just leave my body now. <laughs> my God, I, I, I'm very much enjoying this upgrade right now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, Blackest Night is so great. It is so, so great. And I, there are so many great Green Lantern stories, whether they're one-issue stories self-contained, three-issue arcs, six-issue arcs, eight-issue miniseries, larger arcs. There are just so many great Green Lantern core stories that are out there that you can adapt. With the, with the right budget, you can adapt easily into live action. And I am I'm so excited for this because the... The possibilities are limitless, and they really have a chance to make something really fantastic here. Yeah. 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 That's the reaction of a guy who does not give a shit about Green Lantern. No, no, it's just I'm seeing a lot of potential for, like, stumbling out the gate. Um, Just with the list of people you mentioned we're attached right now, man – it doesn't feel like the max, the maximum effort for the max. Um, tangent, they should really have the max as the mascot for HBO Max. Uh, oh, but he's got, he's got two X's in his name. I fuck everything up. Uh, yeah, man. They could also I don't get know. Max from Saved by the Bell. Okay. Remember, he Let's was get... like the magician waiter? Nah, I do not remember that. <laughs> okay. That's because probably... it's been a couple of decades since I've seen that show. Probably more than that, maybe. Uh, don't mind me. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, no, no, no. Where's Where's Dex Star? Dex Star, dude. Where the fuck is Dex Star? The only The only lantern that matters. Is Dex Star the name of the cat? Once, as a kitten in a litter of five, Dexter was abandoned and at a later and later adopted from a Brooklyn animal shelter. His new owner loved Dexter because he was always there to keep her company. She even said that Dexter made her uh, made her life a lot better and would say <laughs> and that he would say the same thing too if he could speak. One night, a burglar broke into her apartment and Dexter scratched him. As the burglar screamed in pain, Dexter's owner woke up and called for help, but unfortunately, help never arrived. The next day, when the police came to investigate the murder, one of the cops kicked Dexter out, saying that the cat could contaminate the crime scene. The nerve! Dexter was left homeless for an unknown amount of time, leaving in a box or on the street when two thugs called, uh, call, called him out and bagged him. Fucking what? <laughs> for their amusement, they decided to throw Dexter while still inside the bag off the Brooklyn Bridge to see him drown. Jesus. 
Just as they did, a red lantern power ring flew in, detecting the rage within Dexter's heart and turned him into a red lantern and thus embraced, <laughs> and thus he embraced his new, new identity as Dex Star. After he killed the thugs, Dex Star, remembering his owner's kind words and having the ring express his rage and coherent thoughts, vowed to find and kill her murderer. I love that. That, that is one of the greatest origin stories of all time. Just fucking give me a cat. Just fucking incensed at all times, as all cats are. Just killing people. Yeah, just spitting blood. Just ah. People. Going back to Guy Gardner, they do an arc with with the lanterns where he becomes a red lantern. Oh, it's it's so good. I'm telling you, man. Some of the best DC stories are very much in the Green Lantern Corps canon. Whether yeah. it's uh, the Red Lanterns, the Green Lanterns, the the Sinestro War, all of that stuff. It is so. If that's what you're saying, if they're keeping like the main, if the main characters for like the movie potential, I'm all in for this show. Like, if, they, if I want to see how weird it gets. That's what, and that's what I mean. Though you could have a deck star, yeah, in this show. Like, there's, they definitely could do that. They could do the War of the Lanterns, the you know the Color War, all that stuff. Um, man. Like how how hyped are you gonna be if you see that cat? It would be it would be like me getting uh one of those blank variants uh and having some artist uh draw on a blank variant of Thor a Mjolnir wielding another Mjolnir. <laughs> Mjolnir. I would be that level of hype. I'd be oh my god, it would be yeah. over. There would be no coherence for me anymore. <laughs> you would you would pass on to the next stage of of existence or whatever. So, so the well-trained mind, it's just the next part of the journey. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> who, Real quick, who you got? Uh, Kitty versus Kitty. Uh, Dexter versus Goose. Oh. Oh, man. Kitty versus, pretty, I guess, Kitty, Goose, air quotes. Goose is pretty fierce. The Dexter, I mean, Dexter has rage. Endless rage. Unbounded. Unyielding rage. So I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with Dexter. <laughs> Rolling with the Sith, I like it. I just I understand the power of rage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on that note, <laughs> Amazon Prime, like Jeff Bezos is an asshole. Whatever, Speaking of rage. <laughs> um, he is. He, you know, he's not the worst. He's not. He's not the worst person on the planet, but. He's not trying that hard not to be the worst person on the planet. Yeah, either. he's slowly veering into Lex Luthor territory. Oh, for sure. He he could be doing so much more good in the world, and he chooses not to. And right, that sort I of could makes him I evil. could eradicate a significant portion of poverty, or I could build rockets. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a real anyway. But this isn't that show, right? But um. His company, Amazon, does have Amazon Prime, and I will give them this. This next thing looks pretty fucking dope. Amazon Prime coming next year, and it's an animated show, so we're definitely going to get it. As long as we're all still here, we're going to get it. Um, it's Invincible, the Robert Kirkman property, Invincible, as an animated series, and based on the trailer that we saw, which is posted on our Facebook page, um, or you can go to comicbookcharacterspod.com or facebook.com forward slash deal before pod and check out the trailer there. 
I was curious when they announced that this was going to be a thing, just how far are they willing to go? Because Invincible, kind of like Saga, really pushes the envelope on occasion in terms of the maturity of the material and also the brutality, the visceral brutality of the material. And we get just a couple of glimpses in this animated trailer where it's like, yep, they're going for it. They're really going for it. And that's really exciting for me. A lot, of course, everyone knows Robert Kirkman from The Walking Dead, and that's like the big thing for me. And I granted, I've, I've only read like a little over the first hundred issues of Walking Dead. And it is like I liked it. I wouldn't have read that many issues if I didn't like it. Pound for pound, though, I think Invincible is a much better property that he created and wrote. Like, I, Invincible is really, really great. Invincible is basically Spider Man like the teenage version of Spider-Man if it were done in modern times and were shaped by modern times in all of the messiness that that entails to me. Spider-Man? So it's a, it's a great story. Superman, maybe? Oh, well, yeah. No, I, yeah. So the... So the, for those that don't know, Invincible is... It's about uh, a kid. Um, I think it's Mark Grayson. Um, also, it's played by Stephen Yoon from The Walking Dead, uh, and uh, his father. His father is basically Superman, uh, voiced by J.K. Simmons, and it is basically so. Mark has, you know, essentially Superboy, Superman powers, uh, but he doesn't really know how to use them yet. His father has to sort of train him, teach him, but it goes so much beyond that. <laughs> so yes, in terms of the power set and the familiarity of what that universe looks like, yes, it's very Superman. But the coming of age part is very uh, Spider-Man. This is very Peter Parker. And uh, so it's actually, it's yeah, it's kind of a little bit like if you took Spider-Man and you took Superman and you kind of grabbed the best parts of it and moved it into one story, like of course that shit's going to be good. <laughs> So I, I can't wait. I know you're not that familiar with the, pardon me, with the show, right? Yeah. No, with I the, haven't really. No. Um, you're in for a treat. Yeah, it, it looks great. I mean, I'm, I'm, they got the talent there, right? They got Steve Young, like you said. They got J.K. Simmons as the dad. Uh, so, man, just the fucking potential. His voice, just like his appearance, is so, you know, foreboding if it, if it wants to be. Yes. Um, Tony <laughs> and and I look without spoiling too much. I think J.K. Simmons is going to pull from his whiplash days oh, and time in for some of this performance. Gonna throw so many chairs. So just you know, keep the tempo. That's what I'm saying. Launch a symbol at you. <clears throat> Not my time. <laughs> watch, watch. <laughs> Not my time. And ah, that's all I know. Um, but yeah, and with that, Chris, do you have any anything else you want to throw out there? I was going to say up? this is a Kirkman property. Um, there has to be crossover, right? I mean, you got to green like this without some crossover from Walking Dead happening, baby. But who you got? Like, what character do you think is going to show up as an Easter egg, as like a figure, maybe, in uh, in the kids' you know bedroom, okay. or like, um, yeah, what kind of Walking Dead character you see, kind of? Showing up in this property. I would love to see Abraham. Hmm. Um, 
the mustache, the, the, the handlebar mustachioed Abraham um, to make a cameo. Either, yeah. you know, either maybe Mark was reading an issue of Walking Dead uh-huh. and maybe Abraham's on the cover or maybe there's an Abraham action figure Man. or shit. Maybe even just like in the animated show, you see Abraham just walking. As just a, the, just oh, shit. Hidden Rosita just walking. in the background? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're eating nachos or something. Yeah, you know they're they're just chilling. Um, that'd be really cool. I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's. We well, you know Kirkman and, and and Brian K. Vaughn are friends. So, do we see an Alana? Oh shit! Or, or or Nico Nico Minoru maybe. Yeah, maybe that could happen. Man could dream. You get a get a uh, a four in there, maybe that'd be really weird. I don't know how you would get four. In. <laughs> if y'all haven't read Saga, you should read Saga. It's really great. Um, but yeah, I guess with that, we'll go ahead and go to the big wheel winner of the week. You can bring me love to give you fire. Oh. <laughs> that is that is never not the roughest part of the show for me. Uh, I, I just imagining that guy being the same guy giving all those weird answers like, yeah, well, uh, you know, I'm a family man and like family comes first to me. And then just like what happened like months later, oh Jesus, dude. Renner is um he's something. You know, it's funny, I ju- I really do legitimately mean that. That is that is the hardest part of the show to get through for me every week. Even the week in which I passed out and got a concussion, and like even that, <laughs> even that was fine compared to the you know this thing. This um, let's see. So this this week's big wheel winner of the week is that it kind of I guess it goes to two people. It goes to Rob Bat Bat and Bat and Matt Reeves. Guys, oh yeah, you just. Just make the movie, please. Just make the movie. Just keep that seven aesthetic that you got. Grab Trent Reznor. Grab Atticus Ross. Yeah. Just let them make some magic for you and just bring it together. These these are two guys who have need, they need to be like in a uh, simulation of the breakfast club because one of them is very clearly Emilio Estevez, one of them is very clearly Bender uh, from that movie. So they just need to be put into detention on a Saturday morning. Uh, fucking talk it out. Smoke some weed. Smoke some have weed. A, have a crazy dance break. <laughs> that reminds me. That's the thing I meant to mention way at the beginning of the show. So I'm drinking some tea. Allegedly. It has, has, this is a total non sequitur. Have, have you ever had tea that tasted like weed? Because that's what I have right now <laughs> I've had for the entire show. Yeah, Bill and Miller's hooked you up. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's real odd. I, 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 I took drinking first, it. I took the first. I was... <laughs> In for a nice night. Yeah. So, not not big wheel winner of the week is for my tea. That's. <laughs> They just—that's a good thing. Matt Reeves, 
Rob Bat, Bat and Bat, you guys are the co-winners of the Big Wheel. Uh, with that, listeners, thank you so much as always for staying with us, uh, enjoying the show. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review. Looking for those five stars, y'all. Five stars worldwide. We'd love to see it. Um, everyone stay safe. Now's our chance to be a hero. Wear a mask and vote. Don't forget to vote. It's so important. Do early voting if you can. Check social media to see where different polling places, what their wait times are looking like. Looking like. It's a really good resource for people out there. Um, everyone's been real receptive to it. Um, be polite out there, of course. Uh, be courteous. But be safe. Until next time, the Fortress of Podtude is closed. We love you all 3,000. See you in a minute. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes.